Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. GTR Sports. GTR Sports. Join us on GTR for global tidbits and soccer. He's a goal! Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium, what a stadium. Good afternoon, welcome to the Sported Debate on Ghana Talks Radio with me, Sandra Asante. In today's stories is quite shocking and uh quite revelating as well because yesterday Mali played with Tunisia and a shocking event happened on the page. So don't go anywhere. I'll be informing you on that. And also Cristiano Ronaldo has revealed that. Manchester United is not taking fifth or any other place unless from first to third. So don't go anywhere. I'll be back with more stories for you. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. Join us on GTR for global tidbits and soccer. He's a goal! Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good welcome back from the break. So Newcastle have signed striker Chris Wood from Burnley for a reported 25 million euros. So Wood has signed a two and a half year contract and arrives in time to feature in Saturday's Premier League clash with Watford at St. James Park. Also, the 30-year-old becomes the Mark P's second signing of January transfer windows following the arrival of England international fullback Karen Trippier from Atletico Madrid. So Wood will wear the number 20 shirt, the first number he wore for his country. And the Duckland, also born forward, has scored 27 goals for the all-white in 60 international appearances. That's good for that team. Away from that, Everton statement that Lucas Dane has completed a transfer to Aston Villa for an undisclosed fee. So the left back Dayan played 127 games and scored six goals for Everton after joining from Barcelona in the summer of 2018. Straight away from that, Newcastle's January transfer budget is just 50 million euros. That is what it has reported today. However, the club can dive in to for a further 150 million euro of reserves from the deep pockets of their new Saudi owners if they want to. So let's see which of the teams they will be planning to draw some players from. So according to Telegraph, they do not want to go crazy in their first transfer market in charge. And therefore, the report states a budget of 50 million euros is being planned for new signings. So that's part, you know, the fact that Newcastle are now regarded as the richest club in the world thanks to the Saudi 320 billion euro wealth. And considering the tune may well still be a relegation dog fit. So let's see what they'll be doing with that lot of money. Manchester United midfielder Donny van de Beek has been offered out on loan to both Newcastle and Borussia Dortmund after failing to work his way into Ralph Rangnick's plan. That is what reporters claiming by van de Beek, a 40 million euro signing from Ajax in 2019, 
has failed to start a single Premier League game this season and his future at Old Trafford looks quite bleak just as Van de Beek. So the Dutchman has been mainly limited to cup appearances this term. Coming on for 18 minutes in United 1 goes to Neil win over Aston Villa in the FA Cup third round. So they are looking forward to sunny away yes they are tired of him so still but away from van de beek manchester field after the summer spending spree failed to address arguably the biggest issue in the squad manchester united are understood to finally be prioritized in the signing of a midfielder this month nemata matek fred and squat mark tonime have failed to impress this season under either ole ganasokshe or interim manager raf rangnick rangnick is now set to return to transfer market in an attempt to solve those problems with United ready to back the German. So let's see what happens with that as well. And referee, yes, Johnny Chicago blew the final whistle early twice during the 2021 African Cup of Nations fixture between Tunisia and Mali. I told you that this shocking happening in AFCON yesterday was something that the fans were not able to, you know, to, 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 to draw themselves to because it is the first exciting and shocking thing in AFCON so far. So the untimely ending of the game, 11 seconds before the 19-minute mark, the game ended after 89 minutes and 49 seconds. Tunisia's coaching staff protested after the game, questioning the referee's decision to end the game on the pitch. Let's listen to what happened on the pitch. Well, this time, he has definitively brought the match to the end, and there's still not 90 minutes on the clock. Gianni Sikazwi signals that Mali have won this game 1-0. And it's only now that we're going to take it around to 90 minutes on the clock. Mule Kabaya is furious. He thought he was going to get a lot longer with 11 against 10. Surely there had to be some stoppage time for the VAR hold-ups, the cards, and the cooling break. Mohamed Magasuba will be delighted if that is the end of the match. It's finishing in confusion here in Limbe. And with a very angry Algerian coach, Ander Kabaya. Well, controversy in Limbe. Almost half an hour after the referee had blown for full time and after all Ghana the post-match interviews and awards have been completed, out came the players. Well, one set of players. Because Mali came out, Tunisia refused to. They stayed in the dressing room. Result, Mali awarded a 1-0 win for a second time. Oh my goodness. But remarkable scenes in Cameroon this afternoon. So that's what happened yesterday between Tunisia and Mali on the pitch. I don't know whether the referee was using the Korean time that was leading the time he's supposed to bleed with the whistle, but that's what happened. So later on, they called the um, you know the teams to come play the extra hours, and Mali came on pitch, and Tunisia refused to be on the pitch again to play uh, the match to the ending point which Mali was awarded the one go to nail that happened. So Algerian journalists, we are still on that issue. Mama Mazihi said on Twitter that Tunisia versus Mali was ongoing to restart to play the additional time for three minutes, but that's when it happened that day. 
didn't want to play again. So Mali coach Mohamed, yes, Akazuba is back for his second press conference of the night. And according to journalist Meha Mazahi, he has been sweating like crazy and looks stressed because of what happened. We can all understand. So Magazuba said that I told the players that we can only control what is on the pitch, off the pitch. That's up to the administrators to do that. When we were told to go back out and play, the players were more than willing, unfortunately, our opponent didn't want to come out. I'm talking of the Tunisian opponent. So that's how it happened on them. So they awarded Mali over that. So away from that, after COVID-19 enforced delay, Liverpool and Arsenal finally met in the Carabao Cup semi-finals at Anfield on Thursday night in a match that pitches the Georgian club against a new field in Ghana's manager, Mikel Ateta. Club would have missed the game had it gone ahead last week due to his own positive coronavirus test, but was having fully recovered. He comes face-to-face -face with Ateta for the first time since their infamous touchline up back in November. So that was for, you know, Anfield. And at that time of the game, it happened. Ateta's side had so far produced a valiant display with the score that is a nail-nail for each of the team. Our very own Neymar Santos Jr. is in the news today and is on track to return in time to feature in Paris Saint-Germain's Champions League last season against Real Madrid. With the first leg set so take place in french capital on february 15th the 29 year old got injured against um saint Etienne on november 28th a damaging alignment in his left ankle the brazilian then began a period of recuperation which he continued during the days in his home land so he is back again with a big bang although neymar returned to paris a week later than his psg teammates he had the permission of the club and he was understood to have appreciate having time to be with his family all this while following a plan to set out his class medical staff. And now, Lee Parisian reports that Neymar is expecting to feature in the February 15th tie at the past the Francis. We're looking forward to, you know, his new tatters back. We hope he's not going to pretend on the page as always having injuries, as some people have been saying in there. So away from Neymar, according to Macron newspaper, Barcelona's former coach Luis Enrique attended El Clasico just tonight and was responsible for choosing the man of the match and he chose Karim Benzema. Away from Benzema, Barcelona have confirmed that Yusuf Demar's loan spell with the Catalans has ended and that he will return to Australia's side, Rapid Vienna. The Australian winger joined the Catalan Giants on a season-long loan deal in July last year with the option of making the move permanent for a mixed 8.3 million euros fee. But, you know, he had played one more game for Barcelona. The mandatory purchase option would also have kicked in. Therefore, Barcelona opted to terminate the 18-year-old loan spell instead. So, Demar performed well during preseason but failed to make the most of his promise during the early part of la liga season the winger failed to you know record a goal or assist in any of his six league games or three champions league matches that's quite sad on his part but that is what it is they've making a decision and we can't do anything about it so manchester united and liverpool are more televised attraction in fa cup fourth round with non-league survivors 
That is the Kenmeister Harris and Buharam Wood also awarded with TV exposure. So six ties had been selected for live broadcast by either BBC or ITV over the fourth round weekend in early February with the East Midlands Derby between Northenham for it and Leicester City also picked. So United home tie against Champions League club Middlebron will be shown on ITV One on the evening of Friday, 4th of February to kick off the weekend. So Manchester will be meeting with Meadow Brom. Yes, it is scheduled. This one is a fixture for uh, 4th to 6th of February. So the Kidmeister Harrys and West Ham will be meeting. Tottenham Hotspurs and Brighton have Albion will also be playing. And Cardiff will be matching up with Liverpool, Tottenham Forest and Leicester City. FC Bournemouth and Boringham Wood will be meeting up. So see that from 4th to 6th of February 2022. It is happening. Paulo Dybala looked set to extend his stay at Juventus. But the Argentinian has had a chance of heart and, you know, now favors a move elsewhere. He joins the likes of Kellen Mbappe and Paul Pogba, who are also out of contract come summer 2022, making them able to negotiate a contract with a new team during this month. So the Argentine news outlet TYC Sports were one of the first to break the news that Dybala has now opted against staying at Juventus after the club changed certain terms in his new contract offer. So he is not moving anywhere. He is staying and we are excited about that. Gabon's Perry and Mariko Bemiyang returned to training on Thursday following the end of his COVID-19 quarantine ahead of his second game at the African Cup of Nations against our very own Ghana in Yuan Day on Friday. Well, he misses the Open Group C win over uh, Christmas, uh, tomorrow's Islands on Monday after testing positive for COVID-19 on arrival at the tournament in Cameroon. So he is back to lead the team as they look to advance to the last 16 Gabon must do without coach Patrice Neville, who has also tested positive for COVID-19. So ahead of uh, this particular match on Friday between Ghana and Gabon, the sports, I'm talking of the GFA president, Kurt Okreku is uh, saying this to Ghanaians uh, to believe in what the Black Stars will be able to do with Gabo. And now that Perry Obama Young is back, we don't know what our fate will be. But let's listen to Kurt on that. Um, well, first of all, let me say that uh, we came here to be competitive. We came here to truly represent our dear country. And we came here to make ourselves proud. And we knew that we had to play three games to make it to the next level. Okay, we played a very tough game against Morocco. I thought we were very structured, we were very disciplined. Unfortunately, I mean, that ball found its way into the nets. But the team has recovered ever since. Um, training sessions has been very, very good. I mean, you saw today's training sessions, which sends a clear signal about the readiness of the boys to come back to winning ways. And I'm extremely positive about our game against uh, the Gabonese on, on, on Friday. I think that uh, the boys have recovered well. They'll be very, very competitive. And I respectfully ask Ghanaians to throw our support behind the squad. This is a team that is made up of predominantly young players. We have 17 deputants at the AFCON. 
and and that tells you clearly that the future of our national team is very very bright if they can be that competitive at this level with 17 deputants it should give us hope for our future but our future starts from now and we have to be competitive and win against Gabon talks and win against uh, and I'm very positive about the outcomes of the two games yeah, President, I, I think that everyone is not happy with the first game, like you've mentioned. Uh, is there anything different that the Black Stars will do going into the game against Gabon? Well, I, I didn't say that. Okay, let me say this. Um, I was not happy with the result, yeah. but I'm happy at the way the team uh, turned out. Okay, uh, very disciplined. Don't forget that Morocco are a very disciplined side. They are one of the toughest sides in, in, in the on the African continent. Um, now, I I believe that the boys have had a good time to recover properly, uh, physically. As you speak now, the captain of the side you saw today was not here because he's still uh, in pain. But I believe that the Tenkara team have met over time. They've reviewed the, the games. They've seen the Gabonese. And uh, we are in a better position to, to go forward. I, I, I believe that, again, the team will be very, very competitive. Yeah in the game against the Gabonese, and we should win. Gabon will see two of their main stars returning to the game, Pierre-Marie Aubameyang and then Lemena Walker. We want to know how the stars will be ready to avoid any threat from these two players. I think what's most important is that it's going to be 11 v 11. Ghana is Ghana. And unfortunately, Ghana has always been slow starters in competitions of this nature. And that was repeated in the first game uh, by way of results. But Ghana will be competitive against uh, the Gabonese. I'm very sure about this. Again, I'm just asking Ghanaians to be very patient with the squad. Um, do completely dominated by youngsters who have big future. And I believe that if we're able to get our acts together, which we will against Gabon, the sky will be the limit. This team has the potential to go all the way. Robert, let me quickly add this Ghanaians seem to be expectant of the arrival of Kudus Mohamed. What is the situation with Kudus? Well, I think that Kudus is, is recovering. Um, um, he had a bad knock um, on national duty. Um, and then you realize that he came out of the game against Adafka around the 12th minute. Ever since, the medical team in, in, the, in, the, in the Netherlands have been working closely with our medical team. And we are closely monitoring. When it is that he's ready, he'll show up. President, any message to Ghanaians uh, after our first match before our of the view that uh, bringing the cup home will be a very difficult task. Any message to Ghanaians? Bringing an AFCON will always be a difficult task for any African country because of the competitive nature of the AFCON. And, and we know this. And um, we also know that to be able to bring the, that title of envy, we have to be competitive all the way. As we speak now, our focus is to come out of the group and then we can refocus on the on the elimination stages of the competition. We have to qualify from, from this group, and I'm very positive that we will qualify. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Ghana Talks Radio, number one. So the GFA president is very, you know, optimistic that we are going to win, but someone will say that, you know, Perry Emerick Aubameyang is back from quarantine, and uh, we know that uh, Captain... Our very own IU also misses training ahead of Gabon class. We don't know what is going to happen, but we are being hopeful of that. So, to this and all that, Cristiano Ronaldo has set high standards as Manchester United and claims that the side should aim for no less than the top three in the Premier League. The 36-year-old forward said the Real Devils are not performing 
at a level that fans expect them to just as the blacks does but ronaldo wants united to build something new in 2022 to help them achieve their high goals so speaking in an interview with you know sky sports this is what cristiano ronaldo has to say with the league i'll be in second or third not i don't see other position for Manchester United, to be honest. I don't, I don't see. In my eyes, I don't accept that our mentality be less than to be in the top three in the Premier League, in my opinion. We are capable to change things now. I don't know the specific way because I'm a player, I'm not a coach, I'm not the president. I know the way, but as you know, I'm not going to mention here because I think it's not ethic from my part to say that what i can say and what something that we are in on control at we can do it better all of us i don't want to be here in the club to to fight to be in the sixth place or seventh place or fifth place or you know i'm, I'm here to try to win that's what he's saying. He's there to win. We hope to see, you know, some shocking revelation in terms of changing their tactics on the pitch to get Manchester United in that particular, you know, top three, Cristiano Ronaldo is saying. So he's saying that it's not just him. They all have to work together, including their manager, Rafa Rangnick, as well. So today in the Spanish Super Cup, Atletico will be taking Athletic Club at 7 p.m. today. And Liverpool will also be taking in arsenal at 7 45 p.m so look forward to that i always tell you don't go back so that you wake up and end in the hospital in tennis today novak djokovic is playing his own rule and has made vaccinated tennis players look like i beg the word that's what the person use i'm saying that in quotes look like fools that is what world number four stefano Tsitsipas is saying so record nine winner and top seed djokovic remains in australian open draw after the session over whether the defending champion can stay in the country drags on so for sure he is being played by his own rules and has been doing what not many players had the guts to do grace Tsitsipas is saying this one especially after the atp announced certain criteria for players to enter the country Djokovic who is unvaccinated had his visa revoked when he arrived in Australia last week following questions over the vaccine exemption that would have permitted him to enter so that's what Chichipas is saying I think this particular issue has really hurt him but it is what it is he is the number one someone might say that and that is it for that so still on tennis Australian Open that's what we're still talking about and Novak Djokovic remains in Australian draw, yes, as a decision um, over whether the defending champion can stay in the country drag zone. But the nine-time champions have been seeing drawn fellow Sabio Moira Kemimanovic, that is the British U.S. Open champion, Emma Raducanu, also seeded 17th, faces American world number 68 Sulani Stevens the 2017 champion at the New York major so the Australian Open is the first Grand Slam of the 2022 season and starts at Melbourne Park on Monday it is 
finally happening and you don't have to miss it so the draw was originally supposed to take place at 3 p.m local time that is four o'clock gmt on thursday but was delayed by one hour and 15 minutes so australia prime minister scott morrison held a news conference to update the country about the covid pandemic at 3 45 p.m although he declined to stay uh and state that the decision about djokovic might be made but topsy djokovic practice again at melbourne park earlier on thursday with australians immigration minister alex hawker still considering whether to revoke his visa again or throw him out of the country they have to decide fast before we start the melbourne it can be you know in uh halt because of novak djokovic so today in the afcon the 2021 afcon yes Round two fixtures, yes, match day five. Cameroon will be taking Ethiopia at 4 p.m. And Cape Verde uh, will also be playing with Burkina Faso at 7 p.m. So we don't have to miss that as well. And tomorrow, Ghana will be playing with Gabon. Senegal and Guinea will start up early at 1 p.m. Malawi and Zimbabwe 4 p.m. As well as at the same 4 p.m. Morocco will be taking on Comoros and Ghana and Gabon. So we see what our very own Black Stars and the other teams will be able to do to their opponents to get a win on the table. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Sport Debate on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sandra Asan. Today is Thursday. Stay tuned for the Thursday version of the 20 Hits Countdown. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking a nation. All weekend, all, all the hits, all, all the hits. Ghana Talks Radio. We are GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. Yes. More music. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. This is big.
shot. Check for you, be a big girl, no lie. Fling the Fendi glasses, by your yeah, yeah. Anything you want, girl, me money can buy, girl. That me know, yeah. Girl, you want me well up on your body all day. Boy, you want me all you, man, you feel no say. Champagne after champagne, be your rose. Girl, wine for the ladder. Your Fendi Gucci and your brother Girl, you are gonna make me take a flight out to Accra My girl, wind up your waist, big maca Say it to you, say it Say it to you, say it I'm gonna make you not do me the wrong thing Say it to you, say it Say it to you, say it Say it to you, say it Sexy body make me fine melody You jumping on me life finally Call me any damn time me dead I'm a go My life is a body I go the worry My life is a sorry When you know they close to you Worry I go sorry Body When me know they close to you Say it to you, say it Say it to you, say it I'm gonna make you not do me the wrong thing Say it to you, say it Say it to you, say it Say it to you, say it I'm gonna make you not do me the wrong thing Say it to you, say it Blow my mind 
It's time for the entertainment hub. We gather entertainment stories to inform us and make a few entertainments, you know. So we go straight to the stories. And I told you that, you know, Kate Middleton celebrated her birthday some few days ago. And she received a lot of love and prayers from her loved ones on her 40th birthday. But one little girl's sweet message touched her heart. The Duchess of Cambridge thank everyone who wished who wished her a happy birthday but her little fan mila received a personal response from kate for her touching words i'm feeling touched already so kate always the heart of others with her loving and caring gestures gave her own to a sweet fan after being impressed by her true and love would so Happy birthday, Catherine Miller said in a video. I am so happy you are turning 40. Hope you get a nice gift and love spending time with your family. By lots of love, Miller. So Miller's mom, Nada Sheddon, shared a video on Twitter writing, Better later than never and home to isolate from hospital. Wishing the douches of Cambridge a very happy 40th birthday from your number one fan. Lots of love, the Cambridge's Twitter account responded to the video on monday tweeting thank you mela so you know cambridge the douches of cambridge is really touched with mela's happy birthday where so mela was one of the finalists from kate's hold still photography project the douches finally met a little girl last may wearing a pink dress like she said she would during their phone call in the fall of 2020 the perry united in december at Kate's together at Christmas service and a birthday message is making the 2022 very beautiful. From another beautiful birthday message, we move to another sweet one and award-winning songwriter Katy Perry celebrated fiancé and unwavering uncle Orlando Bloom on his candid birthday tribute. The post has been shared on Instagram and includes a collection of photo selfies, decked out snaps, red carpet moments, private interactions, indoor biking adventure, hat strings, turning poppy snap, as well as previously unseen photos from the international getaways to UK and Egypt. To complement the collection, there was also a candid caption that showed off the true depth of Paris' love for her fiancé and included heartfelt admission about his impact in her life. I'm feeling love in the air. So it started off by reading happiest 45th to the kindest, deepest, most soulful, sexy, and strong man. I know. Ooh, I'm loving that. Thank you for being a constant compass and unwavering anchor and bringing the devera that is joyful for living into every room you walk in. You are the love and light of my life. I thank my lucky stars for you and our Darling, DD. Oh my goodness, this is what Katy Perry told beautiful, hot, sexy fancy Orlando Bloom on his 
birthday away from that kim kardashian reportedly started forgetting what it means to love and be normal after Kanye West's breakup brought Pete Davidson into her life, a source close to Hollywood life brought this news to light during one of their latest interviews. They started off by telling the outlet that Kim almost forgot how to have fun when she was with Kanye. Peter is humbling her and she is learning humility from him. Her family has never seen this side of her before, but they are just happy that she is so happy. So whether Kanye or no Kanye, Kim Kardashian is happy. So a, a separate source also weighed in and admitted that Despite what people may think about Kim, she is a super chill, down-to-earth girl. Of course, she loves the finer things in life, but when it comes down to it, it's just as happy throwing on sweat and relaxing on the couch. Kim Kardashian is really enjoying 2022, and I'm jealous of that. So away from that, harassment lawsuit against Nicki Minaj has been voluntarily dismissed by the accuser, Jennifer Hall, who has also sued the rapper's husband, Kennedy Parties, for sexual assault. According to TMZ, Hall's lawyer... Tyrone Blackburn shared that the lawsuit against the Starship rapper was dismissed. However, the case against her husband is still ongoing. The 39-year-old rapper lawyer Jude Bernstein clarified that Minaj will claim to reimburse the amount she spent in legal fees. According to People, Bernstein sent an email to Blackburn saying that your conduct is pursuing this case against Nikki represent the worst of our legal system. But I'm a lawyer who pursued frivolous action against a celebrity assuming that they will be paid off if they throw up enough death. So that is what is happening. The accuser has dropped and dismissed the case connecting to Nicki Minaj, but the husband, Kenneth Party, is still on. So away from that, the official lineup for Coachella 2022 was unveiled yesterday. According to the announcement, Kanye West, Billie Eilish, Harry Styles will headline the much-anticipated event, the Music and Art Festival. It's later to kick off on 15th of April. You heard me right. 15th of April. So you have to take it on your calendar so that you don't miss it out. And not just 15th because it will carry till 17th April. Followed by back-to-back stage on April 22nd to 24th in Los Angeles. Oh my goodness, I'm loving this for the fact that Bali Eilish, Harry Styles is heading it and Kanye is going to be a blast. So according to Variety, the headliners of the festival have been confirmed while Swedish house and mafia appearance is also expected. And also, they are reported that Styles is expected to drop new music before he's made in stage at the event. I hope this is gonna be watermelon sugar. This is gonna be like, you know, New Year's summer. You get what I'm saying? So the watermelon sugar singer just wrapped up his tour, which has been termed as the biggest North American tour by any major artist post-pandemic. Oh my goodness, he's impeccable. Meanwhile, both West and Eilish have previously graced the stage of the festival in 2011 and 2019, respectively. Other fame artists, including Megan Thee Stallion, as rapping as well, and 21 Savage, Big Short, and Doja Cat will also be seen at the event. So don't forget... 
is 15th April and will carry to 17th April and the follow back to backstage on April 22nd to April 24th in Los Angeles. And you don't have to worry if you're not able to check it out. I'm definitely here on Entertainment Hub. I'm going to talk to radio to feed you up with all the updates you need to know. So, little baby, Daniel Sitsa, Fiobi Bridges, uh, Louise. Kanye Kim, a lot of artists, yay is there. And on 16th, Bali Eilish, Megan the Stallion, Danny Engolf is also there. And Dodo Cards, Jamie X, Ron Carol G is also wrapping up. You can check out the other artists on our website and get ready for that. This one is love in the air and in the whole atmosphere. Machine Gun Kelly engage, bring to Megan Facts. Is full of symbols turning to her Instagram after announcing his engagement to the transforming actress. The rapper shared hidden meaning behind the future bridal blink. This is what he said Yes, in this life and every life, beneath the same branches we fall in love under, I brought her back to ask her to marry me. I know tradition is one ring, but I designed it with Stevens Webster to be true. The emerald her birthstone and the diamond my birthstone set on two magnetic bands of thorns that drew together as two halves of the same soul forming the obstacle heart, and that is our love. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, I'm feeling this. But this is what Machine Gun Kelly is talking about. The engagement ring to Megan Fox. It is a beautiful diamond and emerald ring. I'm loving it. Congratulations going out to Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. This story really weakens me because it's a sad one. I saw Vanessa Bryant text to social media to show an emotional throwback video featuring her late husband Kobe Bryant. The post served as an honor tribute for her late husband Kobe Bryant and featured the duo singing side by side to Mary J. Blatt's song I'm Going Down. The video was shot during one of her live performances and was sure to celebrate her birthday. In the video, Vanessa could be seen sporting a sparkly gown with a clunching necklace, while the late husband has also gone all out in a professional black suit. Shortly after the post went live, fellow celebrities and fans alike started flocking to her comment section to share love and note and left it overflowing with heart images. One said, Happy birthday, MJB. Another one said, Beautiful night. Gigi Hadid also went on with beautiful love images. Oh. Even the singer herself showed the post some love and thanked the grieving widow for her loving birthday wish. So Mary J. Blige also replied that one is quite sad. We hope the Kobe Bryant soul will rest in perfect peace. Andrew Garfield's reaction to London Best Actor Movie nominations for Screen Actors Guild SAG Award 2022 spoke high of surprise and gratitude yes a few days ago i'm talking of our very own lady gaga god and now and avoid a beautiful one i sat and today is andrew garfield with a nomination so as official nomination for the prestigious awards were unveiled actor including kate winslet seemed overjoyed yeah so the amazing spider-man story actor was pulsed apart during his conversation with people the 46 year old actor opened up on getting nomination for tick tick boom it's really exciting so he said it is a strange thing because i wouldn't 
play Jonathan Larson for free. He expressed that it's quite humbling, really. It makes me bow very deeply because I feel so lucky that I get to be an actor. I feel so lucky to work with Lean and this incredible company of actors. So you can imagine how excited and great he feels to be nominated for the best actor in that. So Paris Hilton's ex, Joe Francis, whom she dated briefly in 2003, has claimed that the socialist started beating him when he broke up with her back then. Talking on the Behind the Velvet Rope with David Young-Taff, a podcast, Francis alleged that, I swear to God, I have to call the security of the hotel and that she started beating me because she was drunk. He added that at that time, Hilton's sister, Nikki Hilton, and friend Nicole Ritchie were also staying in his room. And he said that I am going to kick your sister out of the room now and ask if she hits me again. That's really bad because we thought that only men hit women. But no, this is vice versa. So sorry on the part that Daniel Gerg is in the news today. And he touches upon how he came into the being the icon James Bond. Speaking to the Sun in a recent interview, the All Out 7 store revealed that he met director Steven Selbeck in a hotel. What was Greg Daniel doing in a hotel? But Stevens was in the same hotel by chance. Can you get the mere Hollywood moment? I went, will you read this? Please, he read it very well and quickly said, you have to do it. He shared the 2006 incident. So the 53-year-old added that it was shocking for him to see Stephen instantly decided to take up the role. Regardless, the actor said that he was nervous about doing the film, contemplating if the role is good to be good. But the fans and myself, you can testify that it was good and good. Away from that, before we continue, I'll take a quick musical break. I'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Jealousy, go, 
Welcome back from that short commercial break. So TikTok Roby Steto has reportedly died after you know his partner for 10 years strangled him during the fight over a video game. Yes, a video game. How can that be? But according to the Oakland County Sheriff Department, Tesla's partner Dukeon Jovo Watkins had called 911 on Thursday night to report an altercation between him and Tesla 28. So this TikToker Rory Tesla is dead. And after officers reached the apartment in Totiak Terriotab, Watkins told them that he had a fight with Tesla who was now asleep on the car. It's really sad that that is happening. But the TikToker, whose handle is a 2pamp4tv, was found unconscious and rushed to a hospital where he was pronounced dead by medical officials who says that he was choked by Watkins who fought with him over the game Overwatch. This is really devastating. But Watkins has been charged with homicide and is currently being held without a bantle. 18th of January court date, Oakland County Jail reported this one. So Tesla's boasted more than 200,000 followers on his TikTok account, where he had also amassed millions of views of his comedy and dance videos. We hope his soul finds eternal peace. But Priyanka Chopra is in the news. And global sensation, I'm talking of Priyanka Chopra, has shared a viral photo of an adorable little boy standing in front of a TV screen with Disney's film and Kanto playing in the background. So, the Baywatch actor took to Instagram to react to the Encanto character Antonio resembling a little boy named Kenzo Brooks. Sharing the full directions, actor wrote, representation matters on his instagram story so that's where it's happened for unverse the photo was originally shared by Kensel's mother kahesha brand with the hashtag representation martyrs and priyanka did the same you can check it on the website the guy i'm talking of the beautiful little boy looks like the character in encanto while speaking of the basket Kensel's mother keisha said the image of him sitting and staring was actually the first picture i took he seemed to be in our way he would stare at the screen and turn around smiling the second picture is when he got up and just looked up smiling and on the work phone priyanka will soon be seen in lee Jay Zara also featured Ali Abad and Katrina Khalifa. I'm talking of G. Lee Zara, so don't miss the one out. 
Kylie Jenner is making history today and she has achieved a major social media milestone as she became the first woman to reach 300 million Instagram followers. Congratulations going out to Kylie Jenner on that. So the cosmetic mogul 24 is currently the third most followed account followers and 289 million followers respectively. So that is what Kylie Jenner is making in history today. So previously, Ariana Grande took to the top spot as the most followed woman on Instagram. But now she has a following of 289 million taking the seventh spot on the list selena gomez kim kardashian west and i'm so sorry she's no more west anymore so kim kardashian and beyonce also nabbed spots in the top 10 with following of 288 million 278 million and 231 million respectively so for unversed jenna has been relatively low profile in the few months as she's expecting her second child with travis scott we can wait to see the baby we get excited about it so away from kylie jenna i like baldwin is still in the news and is back to back to back with this tragic shooting incident on rust so hannah guterres read the amora for rust has blamed actor alec baldwin for the fatal shooting of cinematographer helena hutchins on the film set citing his fellow to attend an important training session so according to the daily mail guterres read accusations come in a lawsuit filed against ammunition supplied seth kennedy uh, Seth Kenny and his company PDQ Arm, you heard it, PDQ Arm and Prop LLC in New Mexico court. So in her lawsuit, the 24-year-old Amora has claimed that Baldwin didn't attend an important cross-draw training session a week before the fatal shooting. So she continues to say that she laid blames on the film assistant director, David Hulse, for allegedly ignoring set protocol by not calling her to first inspect the gun before handling it to Baldwin. So that's what the Amora is saying today. So that's what it is. So it is very important to note that neither uh, Baldwin not house are named as defendant in Gutierrez Reed lawsuit against Kinney. So we see what will happen. Definitely update you on that. So pick to Davidson. I'm talking of the new love of Kim Kardashian has backed a role in James T. Monaco's forthcoming horror film, The Home. That is what Deadline is reporting today. So the Set It Up star will essay the role of Max, which is double young man and gets a job working as a retirement home. He soon comes to realize that both of the residents and their caretakers are hiding some deadly secrets. So during his investigation, he discovers more about his own history of being raised as a foster child. So this time around, he's not a love interest or a partner of Kim Kardashian. He is really making this beautiful role in the home. That is a horror film coming up. So we'll build Block and Sebastian K of Mary Max will serve as producers and the Monaco will write the script with Adam Cantle. So we're hoping to see Peter Davidson doing that beautiful thing out there. But on this note, this is where we wrap it up on Entertainment Hub on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sandra Asante. I'll see you tomorrow, but don't go anywhere because DJ Charm is in the studio to take you for 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. only on Ghana Talks Radio.